The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. That 90s show makes its big Netflix splash this week. It is a spin-off. Well, I guess technically of that 80s show, which was something of a flop. It was a spin-off of that 70s show, which was hugely uh, popular. Uh, Deirdre Malumpy is with me, rather, uh, the pop culture and entertainment uh, journalist. Deirdre, um, let's talk about the the hits and misses in this regard, because I I mentioned this earlier, and there's some great suggestions coming in uh, on both sides of the ledger on 53106, but uh, we'll get to them in just a moment. You and I might start with the good. What what is a good example of a spin-off that worked, something that that 90s show would like to emulate? I think that the first example I have to give here is Better Call Saul, uh, which would have just wrapped last year. I think everybody knows of Breaking Bad at this point. It's highly acclaimed. It's considered one of the best TV dramas of all time. And who would have thought that a show that followed a sleazy lawyer named Saul Goodman? Well, that is, he becomes Saul by the end of the series. He starts off as Jimmy McGill, who's a bit of a trickster, but he just becomes gradually more and more morally corrupt, quite like the storyline of uh Walter White, but with different twists and turns here. Um, Who would have known that that would have been just as compelling? And I think that what Better Call Saul does so well is that while it has the Easter eggs in it, it has all those hidden details to get Breaking Bad fans, you know, really um, excited and happy to kind of tune in and to see more of the stories. It was a show all of its own at the same time. It was so well written. You had both returning characters, you had all new characters as well. Um, And what was interesting as well is that it was set both after the events of Breaking Bad and then it was also a prequel series at the same time so you really see how it all comes together in that finale uh, which would have aired last year and it's just it's just so note perfect as a TV series it very much can stand on its own two feet as well if people haven't watched Better Call Saul at this point I know it has a reputation for being a bit slow at the start but once it gets going it is so so compelling it's a brilliant show Owen and Sligo in absolute agreement with you. Better Call Saul is a brilliant spin-off of Breaking Bad, he says. OK, so Better Call Saul, that gets the recommendation. What else? I have also picked uh, The Good Fight here. This is a spin-off of the legal drama The Good Wife. And just like that show starred uh, Julia Margulies, who is absolutely fantastic as our lead um, in this series. We have Christina Barinsky, who is just fabulous and iconic. People might recognise her from Mamma Mia, among other credits. And this is an interesting series in that it only wrapped last year as well. I think it's on Paramount Plus now if people want to stream it. But again, you've got great comport great performances, high emotions, biting satire and intriguing social commentary. And it's never relying on what came before. It doesn't have all these like cheesy cameos and return of characters that you find can feel a bit forced in certain spin-off series. And you've also got the original creators involved, which I think is always really important with these shows as well. Okay, before we get to the bad, have we one more good? Frasier. I have to put Ah, yes. This is this is probably better. Like, I think Frasier is now better known, really, than Cheers, which was kind of the original series. Uh, ran for 11 seasons between the 90s and 2000. You had Kelsey Grammer in there as Frasier Crane. Just absolutely iconic uh, TV sitcom. And I still I think it's still really one of the most acclaimed sitcoms of all time. It's returned to a lot more frequently in the modern day than I think uh, Cheers is. And I think that Frasier is really the reason why we can blame that we get all of these spin-offs nowadays. 
ways because it was such a huge, huge success. But as we know, a lot of the ones that have tried to emulate its success haven't quite gotten there. Yeah, TV sequel success as Frasier following Cheers to somebody else. Uh, the Mandalorian, Star Wars spin-off, Tip Top TV, 40 Coats was a spin-off of Wonder Lee Wang and both Savage, says Jim and Delgany. Lots of examples of bad ones. So that's where we're going to go now. Bad ones. What's your first choice? I had to put Joey here. So. Oh, yeah. Well, when I say lots of suggestions, most of them were about Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really did try. Like the whole idea with the character of Joey Turbiani is anyone who's seen Friends kind of knows they didn't really give his character an ending. And a huge part of that was because they thought Joey was going to be this huge success. It had already gotten the green light and went into production. So Joey moves to Hollywood, lives with his sister. He's pursuing his career as an actor, but just it never lived up to the legacy of Friends friends had simply set the pedestal way too high. I think the fans' expectations of it were too high as well. Um, I will say that one of its saving graces and maybe a reason why people should give it another chance is Jennifer Coolidge is really making a comeback at the moment thanks to her performance in The White Lotus. And she plays Joey's agent Bobby in this series. And even if you just watch clips of her on YouTube, she's just so, so funny. She is absolutely brilliant uh, in this series as she is in absolutely everything. But uh, Joey, it was never meant to be. It only lasted for two mm. seasons. All right. OK, so Joey is our first poor pick. What's next? I have also picked Baywatch Nights. Which... You're spoiled for choice now. There was a Baywatch Hawaii as well, wasn't there? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. But I think that Baywatch Nights has, uh, has kind of the most infamous reputation. OK. Baywatch was such a like huge global success that I'm sure they were thinking exactly with stuff like, you know, Baywatch Hawaii. Like, of course, a spin-off series is going to be just as successful. But Baywatch Nights, they were kind of trying to do this like CSI type of spin-off. The whole idea was that uh, David Hasselhoff was back as Mitch Buchanan and he joins a number of kind of local police members in solving crimes, trying to catch uh, bad guys. So I suppose it was trying to be a little more serious maybe than the original Baywatch, but it was just so strange. It was like a police procedural, but there was also a bit of like sci-fi and alien stuff like thrown in there. And the series was just far, far too weird. And this one as well, but as a result of poor ratings, it only lasted for uh, two seasons in the end. But uh, All right. it was one that did not work. Uh, briefly, we'll make it three and three. So briefly, what's the, 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 the final bad pick? Yes, I have also picked the Glee Project. I think that... What was Ryan Murphy has just given too much power in the TV industry. But this is actually a spin-off of Glee. And the whole idea of this is that it's a reality TV series spin-off of Glee. And if you won, you got to be on the series Glee. So it was just, it was very weird, very meta. And then they had the actors from Glee coming on as guests on it and stuff. And I mean, as it is, the singing competition series market in terms of TV is just way oversaturated as it All is. Right. Um, and it didn't help that it was kind of showing at the same time as Glee was kind of falling off the wagon again. Uh, but one fun fact to come off of this show is that one of the winners was Damien McGinty, um, an Irish singer who is now, I believe, uh, one of the celebs on Dancing with the Stars. So there's an interesting. All right. Of- little factoid for you, Deirdre. That's great. Thanks a million. Deirdre Malumbi is a pop culture and entertainment a journalist. Lots of uh, other suggestions uh, uh, coming in. Uh, plenty more for The Mandalorian as well as a good example. It is Boba Fett and Obi-Wan though they were rubbish weren't they uh, they really were and I haven't watched Andor yet apparently that's a little bit better more on the, the Mandalorian side of the ledger anyway The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.